Hi, I'm Jack the DM, and thanks for choosing the Slice and Dice podcast. Now, over to me. Good evening, good morrow, and good day. And welcome, after a six-week break, would you believe, to the Many Lands campaign. It's mind-blowing. I have quite a shocked expression on right now, which unfortunately you cannot see because uh, it's been six weeks and uh, technology has decided to play silly buggers. So uh, my particular feed is not showing. Uh, So I've instead uh, left a very tasteful picture of uh, our first Halloween stream back in 2019 of me dressed up as one of the NPCs. You may remember uh, Jackman uh, Winklebottom, the uh, proprietor of Flaming Jack's Bar and Grill. Who I dressed up as. I've got a. I've got that uh, screenshot there. So that that's me for for today, um, which unfortunately, fortunately, I should say, for, uh, means spares the, you my looks and means that you can focus on the um uh, uh, the gentleman here and uh, and uh, their devilishly handsome features rather than myself. Uh, and equally, uh, it means that you know I'm voice actor trained, so I'd, I'm you know you know I am a voice actor, so I can rely on my voice rather than all of the other aspects of acting for tonight at least. Anyway, um, good evening, guys. <laughs> Thank you for joining me. Um, as you can see, we have three of our players tonight, um, which is a bit less than we had hoped for. But, you know, circumstances as we are, we just wanted to get a game in at this point. It's just been so darn long. We, you know, time to be back. Uh, so here we are. Um, <clears throat> before we get into tonight's session proper, those of you who are familiar with the stream will, of course, know that we start off with our shameless plugs. And tonight is no different. So first of all, shameless plug. So the last time we had a stream was actually at the beginning of February. Uh, it was the 2nd of February, I believe, actually, um, which means that that was exactly six weeks ago. And I announced then about our uh, February sale in our merch store. Now, of course, it's no longer... February, so our, our uh, February sale is all over with in our merch store. But as the guys are so nonchalantly displaying right now, we have some great gear in our merch store right now. And right now, you can get your dragon on, as the uh, as the notice board says, with our new ranges. Uh, that being um, our black and golds range. You may remember black and golds is the bank which our party have uh, opened up an account with after becoming pit champions and coming becoming infinitely wealthy after betting well on themselves to to win a certain trial of the seven deaths. Now I wanted to show to everyone here. So I'm just gonna... Yeah, gambling. Woo. Um, you may hear this little shake here is of a pencil case which I ordered, uh, shipped in from the States, uh, because apparently pencil cases only get made in the States on our um, on our spring store, rather than uh, anywhere closer for some reason. Um, but yes, I have a black and gold pencil case myself, which I was hoping to show on the webcam, but I cannot today. I'll show it next time it's working, though. Um, but we have that. And we also have, um, which was displayed at our last stream, uh, the Crafty Collection for our favourite kobolds, the members of the Crafty Crew. Uh, and right on cue, Pavel has subscribed at tier one. But he's on a 70 budget. Thank you so much, Pavel. Great to hear from you. And uh, sorry, it's man. been sorry it's been so long since our last bloody stream. It's it's insane. It, but you know these things happen. A lot has changed. A lot has been going on um, in the world, and also I think in our in our own lives as well. And it's just been difficult to uh, to arrange this all together. Um, of course, um, uh, on that subject, obviously, it's um, there's some horrible stuff going on right now. Um, 
in Ukraine and stuff and our thoughts go out to you know everyone affected by what's going on over there at the moment um, we'll probably talk more about that another time but um, we're going to uh, um, going to have a, a conflab with the crew once we're all back together and decide exactly what we're going to do going forward with that um, but anyway uh, en- enough about that for tonight um, on with the shameless plug shameless plug as you can see on the notice board it's been a little while but our friends at Roll for Mischief are, are cracking on with uh, their campaign um on tuesday nights at 8 p.m uh on twitch um and the i believe the masquerade ball um which was kind of the first sort of adventure of theirs i think that's either drawn to a conclusion at this point or at the very least it's it's getting close to there and you can catch up on all of their episodes right now uh, on their youtube channel as well and as i said tuesdays weekly at 8 p.m is when you can catch their live stream tune into that uh thirdly shameless plug uh, now we announced it in the beginning of February, but as I said, it's been six weeks, so it's time for a reminder. Uh, our very own Bath Polymore here is uh, doing an app. Well, he's being an absolute madman, um, doing some great stuff, all in the name of charity. But tell us what you're doing and how to get involved. Hey, yeah, so uh, I have signed up like a lunatic to do a marathon and a half on foot, uh, not run, uh, in fairness, um, but but still quite a bit of. Um, ground being covered in uh, the Lake District uh, uh, in in England and also in Yorkshire. Uh, And I am doing this uh, because I am just a crazy person. No, there is another reason. Uh, I am a crazy Mm -hmm. person, but I am also doing it uh, in order to raise money for uh, Macmillan Cancer Support, who are a wonderful charity doing fabulous work. Uh, I, like I'm sure many others, in fact, at least one other person I happen to know, uh, has uh, is, is is well aware of their... Sorry, Jack, no one can see your thumbs up there, but uh, <laughs> just just, just to inform everybody... Just to you. There was a... Oh, sorry, man. Um, I, 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 <laughs> I uh, right. pulled away the curtain. Um, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, Macmillan Cancer Support, as, as you know, I, I am aware, and as many others, I'm sure, are also aware, do excellent work for people uh, who are affected by uh, cancer, and uh, that includes... You know, a number of people I I know and love, uh, and I thought this was a, a nice uh, thing to do, a nice thing for us to do, um, in order to support that. So uh, I have created a just giving page. Um, I'm supposed to raise uh, at least five hundred pounds for this because it's two events and it's two hundred and fifty pounds a piece. I'm already at three hundred and eleven pounds, so already sixty-two percent of the way to the um, you know the kind of the 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 total. I am very, very grateful to all the people who have given, but of course, the sky's the limit here. Um, so, you know, any further donations that people are willing and able to give, much appreciated. And I believe that uh, you can do this from our uh, Twitch page, uh, Slice and D6. Uh, Jack yes, has right. put a uh, a little um, thingy on there for uh, donations. Um, yes. And you can also get there by going to justgiving.com slash fundraising slash Bart hyphen crisp, which is my name. Uh, so, yeah, anything anyone can give to spare would be uh, very gratefully received. And thank you to everyone who's given already. Yes, thank you, Bart. And uh, yes, as uh, first time chat from three kobolds in a coat. Uh, thank you for, uh, I should say, uh, I'll get onto that in one second. Shameless plug! Um, has pointed out that it's, yeah, from the viewer on um, uh, on on Twitch, um, on the about... Thank you uh, to section. each of the kobolds. 
Yes, uh, which is also very topical because, of course, one of our most recent sessions had three kobolds in a trench coat. So, uh, you know, it's a, it's, it's seamless, the transition. Uh, and that does remind me, that prompts me, because uh, thank you, three kobolds in a trench coat, for... Uh, for following us thank you to roxy johns for following us and roxy johns has now subscribed at tier one as well oh, absolute madness roxy thank you so much uh oh, roxy for, for it's too so. much no don't stop carry on more 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 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um so uh, and i also happen to uh be uh, adventuring occasionally i believe with three kobolds in a trench coat and uh, with roxy johns uh, so guys thank you so much that means a lot and uh, we shall we shall continue adventuring soon, I am sure. But the support is nonetheless appreciated, guys. Thank you so much. So, without any uh, further ado, unless uh, uh, first of all, do uh, yes, uh, Pavel does now have a subscriber buddy. Yay! <laughs> yes, we love subscriber buddies. Now, um, players. Um, I mean, obviously, Bart. We've already uh, talked about um, your um, about your charity walk for um, for McMillan. Oh, sorry, um, <laughs> marathons essentially. Um, but do we have any other shameless plugs? Anything you guys want to mention before we jump into the stream? The floor is yours if you have anything. No. Totally fine no. if you don't. You don't normally, but just thought just just in case. Okay, cool. Without any further ado, then let's jump in with tonight's session here in the Many Lands campaign on Slice and Dice. I'm so, sorry, guys. It's been so long. I forgot to I forgot <laughs> to remind you that we're coming back because <laughs> you can't see. Anyway, uh, here we are. Uh, so last time in the Many Lands campaign back in February, although in game time it was earlier this very day, uh, the party um, had been uh, un unknown to them, unbeknownst to the party, were being stalked by uh, a. Uh, particularly suspicious individual, uh, her name being Dox, a dragonborn uh, who seems to have ties with the Enforcers, who are the uh, group of secret police uh, operating in um, in Rachir, in Herthir in particular, and are investigating themselves into uh, the assassination attempt against the king that happened the previous year. The same assassination attempts that the party has now been uh, asked to look into. 
so uh, Docs may have ties to the Enforcers, as we find out later on, um, is no longer a member of the Enforcers and so has been carrying out her invest- investigation for personal reasons on her own. Uh, someone very dear to her was slain uh, during, um, uh, during the assassination attempt against the king. Uh, anyway, um, so we then kind of have this awkward sort of out-of-body experience for the rest of the party where they're seeing through Dox's eyes what they had been up to in the session before, which was uh, primarily beating up some kobolds that had, uh, uh, in fairness, were trying to mug them or trying to mug Malar at the very least. Um, so, yeah, that, that was an interesting experience that ultimately ended up with the party capturing six of them, uh, questioning them and then letting all but one go. One who would not give their name, a kobold shaman who was being particularly suspicious and seemed to have a lot of information. Uh, the party uh, subdued uh, this uh, kobold with a swift uh, punch to the chops and uh, took them back to their uh, their safe house, as it were, or not so safe house, but to their lodgings at uh, Bronzallergy in the bronze sector of the city. Um Upon getting back to the bronze sector, uh, they were also followed by Docs, who sort of sort of infiltrated the pub, caught up with the landlord about uh, the latest Blood Ball game and how um, Caladan's commandos are still undefeated in the league currently. Uh, before um, before she um, followed Seth out of the uh, out of the pub um, and instead what observed him go over to the soup kitchen. This is where Seth had gone. Uh, Seth had gone to get information and to meet with uh, Pharrell Ragthrock, who is the sort of influential fi- figure and uh, altruist, the philanthropist, and basically the kind of the authority figure in the Bronze Sector. Also, one of the suspects uh, behind the assassination attempt. Seth then found out during his uh, time with Pharrell and with a cunning use of his medallion that allows him uh, a gift from his patron that allows him to uh, read the thoughts of um, of others. He used it to hear the thoughts of Pharrell and deduced from that that she was in fact innocent due to his line of questioning and her surface thoughts in response to that, that she was innocent of the crime. Uh, speaking of investigating into the crime, Malar uh, decided to consult the gods uh, to see if he could get their help as a cleric. Uh, he, that's a very natural thing to do, uh, to look to the gods for guidance. He got a sl- slightly cryptic answer from the god of truth, Ominak, uh, known affectionately as Keith uh, by uh, some, uh, and deduced that the party have met the assassin before. Um, but that was as much information as they got. That doesn't narrow it down to anyone other than people they've already met, which basically is their entire list. And in fairness, their list is six influential figures plus the general of uh, the um, of the royal guard. So you know that it's it's not a big list, but you know it's a list nonetheless. Some information to uh, for uh, for Malar. Um, I would say seven suspects is a is, is quite a lot actually. It's that's, quite, that's quite a lot to talk. There could be more, but yes, that is quite a few uh, to look into. It, <clears throat> but now only six, of course, because we've already eliminated eliminated one. So that's it, great progress. Hopefully, two by the end of today's session. Now, maybe, maybe, who knows? Um, so um, once this was done. Um, Brucon contacted uh, the enforcers. He contacted first Jip Gibraltar to find out a good safe house to store their kobold captive. Uh, it turned out that actually the best place to go would uh, there was a choice between either going to uh, the um, 
elsewhere in the bronze sector where they were or going to the black sector to Captain Terek and they decided that this was the one to go for so uh, upon doing so they um had to they had to hatch a plan of how to get their cobalt captive over to uh over to the black sector without causing without drawing too much attention to themselves bearing in mind this cobalt captive is strapped to the um quote bondage table otherwise known as the magical graphite slate uh which uh is primarily used by bounty hunters to uh, subdue one target and strap them to the table uh allowing rendering them completely immobile and unable to speak pretty much um so it was how to get this floating this floating slate over to the black sector to which um neris brucon and leobrin decided that they would be the ones to take the slate and would just simply cover it with a cloth and you know it could be a uh, i think the uh, the line was that it was a gift for captain Terek, which leobrin as being a very muscly individual was uh, pretending to carry in his arms en route uh they were waylaid by very curious um uh, individuals mostly um kids and also other people who revered the pit champions of course and wanted to find out what they were up to so brucon put on an uh, what i've called a badass kung fu display uh to distract them uh and that unfortunately meant that brucon then got separated from the other two leobrin and neris carried on uh and got to the black sector and to captain Terek. however before they got to Terek, um our friend docs got to Terek first caught up with him and also ascertained uh, that Terek was about to meet with them, but did not find out about the safe house. However, Docs had enough information for uh, for her investigation for now, and took her leave after um, after hearing um, from Terek and observing uh, the approaching party, making her way back to the green sector. And who knows if we'll see her again? Jess, of course, isn't here this week, but perhaps we'll be here next time. Uh, and Docs can turn up at any point, of course, because when Jess isn't playing her. She's an NPC, so we'll see what happens. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> so uh, Leobrin and Neris, through some tense persuasion and negotiation and uh, encounters with guards, managed to get uh, the slate over to the jail. Uh, uh, and by this it where th- is where they found Terek, who was in disguise as one of the guards, although, of course, he outranks the guards significantly, being a, a captain himself, and uh, agrees with the pair of them to uh, take them to the safe house along with their charge. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Brucon uh, is doing his display. Malar uh, appears out of the inn and finds uh, Seth leaving, uh, the, uh, leaving the soup kitchen. So the two of them meet up, and Seth, through use of inspiration and uh, checking for tracks, he manages to get wind of where the party have been going and so leads Malar. They find Brucon and then they continue on their way towards the Black Sector. Uh, Brucon then puts in a call to Terek using the Comrock to find out uh, their next course of action and where to locate him to which Terek has agreed that he will come find them if they just want to hang around near the jail essentially is what he said Um, and he'll he'll come pick them up later and that is where we're going to pick things up for today. So we pick things up with... uh, it's Leobrin and Neris. Uh, you're being led through the black sector now. So you, you, you were by the jail. There are not many um, sort of uh, what I'd like to say um, are uh, constant buildings. There are, there are few sort of stone buildings in the black sector. It is mostly tents. Um, that being said, however, Terek seems to be leading you uh, to one side uh, of 
around the around the back of the jail, which is a rather large dome, um, sort of conical shaped building. Um, and there are a few smaller, um, looks like newer builds, but they are certainly um, buildings nonetheless. Um, <clears throat> he uh, leads you to one. They, uh, there are three or four of them. They all look fairly indiscriminate, this little cluster of buildings. But he leads you to one. Um, Leo Brin, uh, you can make a perception check if you would like uh, to see what, just if you want to observe your surroundings more and figure out more about where you are. I mean, I'll take it because it's been offered. Um, I will do terribly at it because I have no modifier. Oh no! <laughs> uh, that is a that is five on the die plus zero is five. Okay, with a solid five, there are a cluster of four buildings, and he leads you to one of them, and you don't even pay attention to which one necessarily he leads you to. But before you know it, you and Neris are inside one of these buildings. Um, <clears throat> there are no windows. Uh, certainly, there there are. Uh, sorry. There are no open windows. Everything is shuttered inside. It's very dark inside. Um, but Terek soon lights uh, a candle once the door is closed, <clears throat> and you are and the three and the two of you plus your charge are now inside. It's a fairly. Um, it looks like a fairly ramshackle building, fairly gut, gutted. There's not a lot in there. Very very sparse. Um, but one thing that you does take your notice is there is a bucket with um, what appears to be ice inside. Uh, 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 along with um, a whitish um, sort of gloopy mixture. Uh, uh, in, a, in a smaller bucket inside the bucket with ice. There we go. Two buckets. One with ice, mm -hmm. one with a bucket. white gloop. Yes. And we're in... The, the climate we're in is... Um, it's not particularly... It's not... It is... Yeah, temperate. It's not. It's not particularly hot, and obviously, um, you're getting. You're in autumn at the moment, so it's not. Um, it's not particularly hot, but uh, clearly, whatever's in the bucket needs to be kept cool. Yeah, I'm just wondering where they got the ice wrong. Uh, mm, that's a good question. Um, this is interesting. Uh oh. Uh, where do you want to put this guy? says Tarek. I, 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 is this the, the place for putting the guy? Yeah, it's a safe house. It's safe. Okay. Oh, there's um, a couple of uh, illusions and stuff around here, so it looks a lot more empty than it actually is, but uh, Tarek can show you how to, how to figure that all out. Oh, okay. Yes, lovely. Um, thanks. And the bucket? Oh, that's to keep my yogurt cold. You want some yogurt? Uh, I am good. Thank you. Uh, you keep your yogurt in the safe house. Well, it's Tarek's uh, yeah. safe house and Tarek has yogurt, so... Tarek's got to do what Tarek's yes. got to do. Is this, a, is this a single room safe house or is this a house safe house? Um, it appears to be a single room safe house, but, uh... Right. Uh, um, currently. Tarek, Tarek. Um... Yeah. This is a single room. Oh no, it's not. Have... It's it's part oh. of the illusion. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. And he uh, he goes over to uh, a seemingly empty fireplace, um, and takes uh, he takes a candle as if from nowhere, um, like a candlestick. And as he does this, it goes, and then suddenly, 
place lights up a bit more and uh you can see that no there it is a house there are several rooms and in fact um you're just in the sort of the living area the living space of the house right excellent i was i was yes i was just wondering why as a single room with a bucket and the bucket was where you stored your yogurt was a good place to keep someone for any length of time and keep your yogurt as yogurt well Tarek doesn't normally keep people here other than Tarek, but um we can adapt the place to make it uh, suit your purposes no uh, uh, now that there are multiple rooms i believe you probably have enough facilities in the building to, to make sense for a safe house yeah there's there's only like uh i mean if you if if you're looking for beds there's probably well there's only really two bedrooms but you could put uh, some bed rolls out in the living room or whatever Uh, are we are we planning on staying here, or I thought we were just dropping the coat? Um, it, I mean, you're not, as far as I know, but Tarek doesn't yeah. know that. Oh. Yeah, the, yeah. For, for, to, to be slightly meta about it, but it has, as Jack mentioned earlier, been a while. Um, the 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 intent here was to find somewhere comfortable, secure, and not known yeah. to the royal guard to stash this guy while we go meet the moon runners. Yeah. No, I just thought. Tarek was aware of. No, I, 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 Yeah, no, Bru Brucon um, didn't didn't go into agonising detail about what the point was. He was like, we, we we've got we've got a suspect. We need to keep them somewhere safe and out of the way. Um, you know, what have you got for me? That was the cool. basically the extent of the conversation. And I'm back. Hey, um, right <laughs> no, uh, no, just for just for the um, the prisoner. Uh, so I, I guess uh, if, as long as this safe house is safe from sort of someone escaping as well as as keeping them under wraps, as it were. Oh sure, um, yeah, there shouldn't be a problem with that. Uh, there's um, windows are all boarded up. Um, there's no other entry points other than the front door. So uh, yeah, it's not going to be easy to get out of here unless you know unless he's got teleportation magic or something. Um. Trying to remember if the cobalt had teleportation. None, none that we, mm. yeah, none that we observed. But I, I, I would not yeah. assume that we've seen him cast every spell he knows how to cast. Okay. Uh, well, I think we we did conclude that the, anyway. No mind. Mm. Well, uh, as long as you've got at least one more bucket, I think the building will suit. Oh, the uh, yeah, the, there's there's a there's a couple of yeah, bedpans and stuff. Excellent. Um. Right. Uh, so is this guy a magic guy, or what is he? Honestly, it feels like it's been so long that I've forgotten. Uh, <laughs> He's a kobold shaman. Um, in fantasy, he didn't even he, he said he didn't old. have a name. There's my, not much. My you know note about says him. old. He's old. Uh, yeah, he is old. Yeah. Um. Uh. Some some magic going on. So. Uh, uh, keep an eye on that. Like, Tarek doesn't really do magic, but um, maybe. I can keep an eye. Terry can keep an eye. <laughs> Terry can keep an eye for uh, uh, for a little while before you guys come back here. Yeah, that sounds long... that sounds great. We just need to, yes. How long you want him held for? Just a couple of days. Huh. Asking, yeah. A day, two days. Sure, sure, a day. 
A day sounds good. You know, okay. Um, you know, if 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 it comes to it, you could always, you know, if they, if you got enough information from him, you or perhaps Tarek could take him over to the jail, or else present him to Nither Xerox. He's the guy I've been uh, looking into. He, uh, I believe, he's on the list in the investigation. Yeah, mm, that's what you guys I think, are doing, I think right? There was a, a Xerox on the list. Well, yes. he, he, he Xerox is on the list. Yes, he's uh, he's the Lord General of the Guard, and uh, he's hell bent on uh, fighting back the Kobold Kingdom that supposedly is operating in the sewers. If you were to bring this individual to him, I'm sure that could get you in good sway with uh, with him and his goals, and maybe could lead you to get some more information from him, perhaps. I feel like a bad thing to do. I think we need. Uh, I mean, I'm not here, but um, mm. I think we need to know more about this Kobold's whole yes. deal yes, before. I think we're going to hang on to that uh, person. Yes, yeah, uh, I think we should hang on to him for a little while just to get a little bit more information. If that's okay. Nerys is in slightly sassy fashion. Just about handing over prisoners to other people mm. for whatever reason. Um. Cool. A CI. We could treat him as a. It's, yeah. It's very common. Hmm. So, uh, uh, so you guys, uh, if you want me to take him, then, um, are you gonna get him off of that thing, or. Ah. Uh... How does this work? He's like pointing at the graphite slate with the tendrils wrapped around the kobold. Neris, your thing is... It's doing its thing. Yeah. Um... Should I, like, give... Should I give you the... Should I give Tarek the... No, I don't like that. Fine. And then he, she just... Yeah. Dis- disapparates the uh, the graphite slate. The kobold falls down the couple of feet down to the ground. <laughs> down to the ground. Conscious, but, uh, but not in a good state. And just kind of... Yeah, slowly gets themselves up. Anyway, uh, you're going to stay here. I'm, I'm pretty sure you heard everything that was just happening. Stay here. Yes. There's, there's bedpans. Separately, there's yogurt. Um, oh, oh, Tarek hasn't given him yogurt. Oh, okay. Uh, there is not yogurt. Um, I assume there's other food. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Somewhere. Uh, Terry's like Terry just sort of nods in agreement whilst he uh, gets some manacles yeah. out and starts handcuffing the uh, the kobold and goes, "Okay, pal, I'm gonna put you in one of the other rooms. Terry's gonna leave you there, and you're to behave yourself, or you're gonna meet Terry's fist. And none of the, yeah, yeah, and not not a halberd, but a fist. And that's all. Yeah, and then he just yeah starts flexing the guns through his armor." He's a he's a very broad individual, is Tarek. Uh, so it is uh, it's quite an impressive display. Yes. Well, I uh, yes, I do what Tarek says. I, I believe Tarek has has eyes in the back of his head. Um, yeah, Tarek what's out. Yeah, yeah. So behave. Uh, I'm reasonably certain that Tarek does have other food than yogurt. 
Um, you just you know, mm, yes. Uh, and we have we have the thing to to get in contact with you, should we need to. Yeah. Comrock, yes. Yeah. Uh, just let me know. Just just let us know when you're coming back. Yep. Yep. It's very strange. Got an uh, investigation to do. My uh, Terry's got an investigation of his own to do. So, you know, don't be too long. No, of course, of course not. Sorry. Yes, normally. Yes. Okay. Right. I guess we'll leave you to your um everything. Yeah. Uh oh. Um. Uh, oh. Tarek did tell um your friend uh, Brukong. I think his name was to meet at the yes, jail. Yes, yes, uh, He said to meet at the jail. Maybe you you guys could go there. Terry yes. stay here with your prisoner. That sounds good. Yes, yes, we'll we'll go to meet Brukong. Go to the jail. Well, we were originally going, and yes, okay, good. All right. Um, take care now. Have have fun with your magical safe house. Oh, Terry's gonna have a lot of fun, and he then looks with intent at the kobold. A lot of fun. The kobold does not look happy about this arrangement, but that's slightly threatening. Slightly threatening. I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that, and I'm going to leave. Neris, I'm going. Yep, I'm gone. I'm gone. <laughs> go, let's go. Leo, why? Seriously, uh, why is it everyone we meet is really weird? I like really weird. Is it a is it a is it a, a like a secret police thing? Um, I don't. Well, really maybe they're just really a big dealt with. Yeah, dealt with real police. people. Yeah, maybe cut off from. I don't know. It's weird. I don't really want to think about it too much. That that's come on. Let's let's go. Yep. <laughs> Very awkwardly, the two fourth of wall. You. <laughs> we walk fourth away. wall creaking with every <laughs> new sentence in conversation. <laughs> Meanwhile, Brucon, Malar, and Seth, you've, uh, uh, you're making your way over to the jail, um, but you haven't been to the Black Sector before. It is, uh, it is a, not an easy path to get to. Uh, so, uh, either of you um, can make a survival check, but only one of you may make the check. Okay. Uh, Brucon's not super survival-y. I don't think anyone um, is, in, uh, is proficient with it in the party, but um, you guys are both oh, have wisdom, so could be could be alright for you. I can Hang on, I can get advantage on this if I'm able to do something. I think that's a... Oh, what? The, get advantage on the spell? Um... No, keen smell. Ability. Oh, I use oh. my trunk. Ah, yes. Try and I catch the scent. Trunk. Yeah, do it. Yeah. Do it. I would, do I would it. like to do that. Okay, who smells the most prominent in your group that you're uh, trying to find? Fourteen. Odor. Fourteen. <laughs> there is a. <laughs> There is a there is a smell that is different from the regular dra uh, dragonborn of Hearthia sort of you know the, the general sort of cityscape smell um, faint but enough for your elephant 
elephantine senses to pick up on barely but you've got a little whiff of something it's a little sweeter you might say um perhaps something arcane about it um which you can uh, which you follow um you find yourselves picking your way through the black sector through various military style tents um trying not to trip over the guy ropes and all the rest of it as you're uh, trying to uh follow Malar's keen sense of smell but you do eventually see uh, one very um, prominent very tall um, as I said cone-shaped building ahead of you and you see there's a, a rather grand bronze portcullis and um, two guards standing with halberds either side of the entrance it would appear uh, by looking at this with all of uh, there are a few windows on the upper floors that are all barred but it does have the um even from your sort of passive ins- insider investigation, um, would would dictate. But perhaps this is a, a sort of yeah holding place, like a prison or a jail. This seems fitting for what you're looking for. Uh, sorry, so we weren't so we weren't at the jail before. That was when, when we you're started on your this... way to the to the jail. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Yep, fine. So anyway, um, <clears throat> yes, but now you can of course get to the jail. You get there. Uh, it, it's right there in front of you, so you don't need to make any checks or anything. You can just walk straight there. It's fine. Um, and then you wait. And uh, then mo- I would say, you know, maybe 10 minutes or half an hour later, the sun. to be clear, it was dusk when you were sort of approaching the jail. It's by the time that Leo and Neris get back to you, um, it, is, it is into nightfall. And yeah, it's looking like now would probably be the time that you guys want to make your way over to the green sector for your meeting unless you know if you don't want to be late that is cool let's let's do that let's head over yes let's let's uh, uh get her done get her geared. so now uh, this was yes this was the meeting with the moon runners was it not correct okay cool okay how did that go last time when we were back in um Heroes Landing or whatever it was. Was that a good in, uh, get-together? Or did when that go tip-top? When you're in Burekrin, uh, Burekrin, make a yeah. make a history make a history check. As I flick back through my notes. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, my, my recollection is that it didn't go swimmingly, because we broke in and they didn't super appreciate that. 22, by the way, Jack. 22? Yes. Uh, Bart's quite right. It did not go swimmingly because, uh, for one thing, I think many of you weren't invited to the meeting. I think only Seth was, but the rest of you turned up. Uh, and as you said, tried to break into a uh, part of it, which you weren't meant to. So they weren't particularly pleased with that. That being said, however, you did end up um, getting on good terms with them. And they, in fact, said uh, you had a favour that you could... Yeah, they've they've yeah, helped us out a bit since then. To be fair, mm-hmm. uh, and but I, they... I, like in terms of you know what's what, what's their kind of meeting etiquette like? Um, potentially frosty, I think. Frosty, is the... frosty, clandestine is definitely the the way forward with with yeah. these guys. Yeah, um, but you are as far as you are aware on pretty good terms. Enough that you could um, get Greenblade to call in that favor to potentially get you out. Seth would also have clued you guys in at this point and i believe he did it actually in the the last session or possibly the one before um that um that you guys um have um 
sorry, I've just got distracted from the chat. I'll come right back to the chat. But yeah, you guys, um, w um, uh, th that you know that one of the Moonrunners from um, Hilberg, um, the uh, the Dragonborn, um, whose name I don't think Seth still knows at this point, but he's known her since session one. That's how long it's been. Um, is here in her fear, which is a signal that the Moonrunners are in place to extract you guys if you need to get out of the city quickly. So you know you're on pretty good terms with them in that respect, and Seth would clue you all in on this on the journey to the Green Sector. However, as you approach the Green Sector, you see the mist that uh, clings to that sector at all times, a slightly greenish mist. Um, and it becomes clear as you come screaming back to you the last time you went to the Green Sector to the Salasen Inn, and you had two guards guiding you that time who knew the way, and now you don't. It's the, it's the five of you. Um without any additional help and it was very easy to get lost in fact Brucon would have got very lost had Malar yep. not been gripping so tightly onto him but before we continue yeah got to give a heads up to should be studying thank you for uh, joining us today and thank you for all of the positive vibes of course saying everyone's looking fabulous thank you <laughs> the guys are looking fabulous this is a ver this is an older picture of it's an older picture but it checks out of myself but thank you nonetheless it's I, I gotta say it is a fun the the, mm -hmm. the image you've chosen is <laughs> absolutely <laughs> superb it's the that's one. i forget the name of the character but i, I know exactly what, when that was taken and who you are um being there that's that's halloween yeah that's our first halloween that's special ha that's, that's halloween 2019 is 2019, it not 19 yes uh which means that by oh. this halloween it'll be three years since we started the campaign which is insane in fact by this summer it'll be three years but obviously we you know we were weekly at first now we're fortnightly you know it, it, and we've had lots of breaks and such it's just spread it all out is that your own, is this your own moustache Pablo yeah. says no unfortunately not it is a stick on um a convincing stick on at least from this angle <laughs> but no it's a stick on unfortunately like, like unlike it's, these guys it's not a it's not a dead slug that you've tried to persuade to cling to your upper lip indeed indeed Good. uh and and also yeah, Marshall's hair is looking awesome. We, we were saying this pre-stream. It's look, that that is an awesome cut. Love it. Anyway, back to back to the game. Sorry, because that's why everyone's here. <laughs> Completely distracted with hair. Um, get to the edge of the green sector, and yes, uh, now to negotiate your way through the mist. It's going to be very challenging. You could get lost, guys. That could easily happen here. So, um, how do you want to proceed? Malar will uh, equip his continual flame torch. Okay. In hand. Um. Shit, that's a good question. What have I? What am I packing? Malar starts uh, to look around at his cohorts as if to say, <laughs> "What have you got?" Okay. I really should bring up their. Uh, I should really look on their D and D Beyond, which I believe. So we're having. I believe in the last stream we were having problems with it, but chat, please let us know yeah, if you was... can access the D&D Beyond extension or not, because if you can't, I can fix it right now. Um, it was being weird before. I can't I can't get the overlay to show up. Okay, I'm going to check that out. Um, but um, might, The problem, problem might be on my end, is, but it should be... It certainly ticked as visible... But have a but yes. What 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 um ideas do you guys have in place to one not get lost, two find your way to the um 
to where to to the inn. I mean, Brucon, Brucon. I think that all Brucon's got here is your classic Dirk Gently's holistic navigation method of <laughs> finding finding a person who looks like they know where they're going and assuming that it's catching and going with them. Um, I've got literally nothing else. Uh, you know, n none of my abilities, features, or anything have any kind of navigational benefits to them. Um, uh, Brucon gets lost easily. Would you believe? Do we know where we're trying to go back to? Are we, are we going to a location we've been to before, or somewhere? Yeah, else? you're going to the, the. So you're going to the inn that you guys went to to get the information about the um, yeah. about the seven deaths. But you were led there by guards. Salasen Inn. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Was it the Salasenin? Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. Name oh, yeah. So it's the, retracing the Green Dragon God. Yeah. So it is retracing our steps on a previous visit. I, it is. I could try and use the trunk to try and navigate us back to if I can yeah. pick up anything. Oh, to have someone with the keen mind feet. No. Yeah, the keen mind, or or of course like a, a locate object or something like that. If you know if there was something significant also, you yeah. from the end, uh, might help. But yeah. no, it, it, failing but no. that. Uh, it's up to up to you guys how you how you want to do this. So you've been there before, fair enough. You've got the continual flame torch that could help in the mist. Um, obviously, it might affect the DC. We'll see. Um, so, but uh, yes, other than that, any precautions that you're taking putting in place before you all wander in aimlessly into the mist, or do we tie ourselves to each other, perhaps, or hold hands or something? Yeah, you could certainly do that if you wanted to. Last time you did help, you held hands, I believe. But tying tying rope around yourselves also could seem seem sensible. You can do that certainly. Uh, um, yeah. Malar grasps Seth uh, in front of him uh, and sort of grabs him as if to say, "I know where you are, and you, you're not going anywhere unless I know about it." Like, are we are we are we going to conga line our way through the green sector? Yeah, so I think that's, that's what happened last time. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm extremely into it. Um, yeah, let's 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 make this happen. Um, it, Seth just looks back at Malar, scoffs a little, and goes, "Don't you trust me?" Oh, Mister Seth, why do you ask questions to which you already know the answer? Cool. Just so we're <laughs> clear. Cool. Good to know. Good to know. Um, so, are you making him lead the way? No, I'm just keeping him in front of me. Oh, okay. This is this so is who's... prime Sniff fucking off and doing his own thing territory. So fair enough, fair enough. Who is leading I mean, the party through? The I mystery? mean, can you? Could you? Has anyone ever made a more compelling argument than Mallard just has? <laughs> yeah. Again, Brucon. I mean, there is there is one thing I can think of. Yeah. For Brucon, um, I think um, it has occurred to me, but it won't. I, I'm going to say that it has not yet occurred to Brucon because when it does occur to Brucon, there are going to be consequences, <laughs> and I want to and I want to hold off those consequences for the time being. It's not basically it's not funny enough to invoke the ways in which this can go horribly badly sideways just yet. Uh, I'm 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 gonna keep that one in the back pocket for increased chaos and hilarity down the line uh, a touch. Fair enough. Um, so just to report on the um, before we continue, just on the um, the D and D Beyond the overlay overlay situation. Yeah. So what I found 
and yeah, this is this is the problem that it was last time, and I don't know how to fix it. But if anyone does know in the chat here on uh, live on the Twitch stream, or of course on catch up on YouTube, please leave a comment with how to fix this. Basically, um, what it says, what it's saying is, so it recognizes that the overlay is activated. However, it doesn't. It says that no D and D Beyond campaigns can be found uh, to use the D and D Beyond Twitch extension. Sign into D and D Beyond and either create or be added to a campaign. Now, I am signed into D and D Beyond. I have several. I have campaigns, and I can't make it work. So, yes, any suggestions on that would be most appreciated. But for now, you're going to have to go without. I'm afraid. We do still have um, some of the basic stats about the characters popping up on our um on the notice board on the on the display on on twitch so that's is, something is there least. a link to our campaign thing somewhere uh like you know what be. i don't think there is because i think we were relying on the um, the extension I, I could pop it into our twitch um in one of our panels but um probably do that post stream anyway yeah. um yeah, so that's yeah. Uh, 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 unlikely for it to be <laughs> super duper relevant for this uh, session. I think we think so. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yes. So, um, so who's leading us, uh, leading the group uh, in this conga line through the? Uh, now I know I know Seth's in front of Malar, but that doesn't necessarily mean that Seth's leading. Malar, uh, uh, Malar will all give this a go. Okay. Seems to me as well. The only thing, the only thing I wonder is if someone's got a good memory, i.e., a, a good history bonus. Brucon's actually trained in history, but um, it's it, it goes off intelligence, which is his dump stat. So, it's not oh, okay. the, the net effect is not fantastic. What what what, what uh, how, how to, not to metagame it too heavily, but just yeah. just to check, do, has anyone uh, present got um, or or not present for that matter got a better history bonus than a three? Yeah, I do, but I'm not one. present. <laughs> Are you not? You know, I thought we picked Sorry, no, no, Leo has now. Yeah, we're all we're all we're all together. Wow, I did hand wave it a little, but you are you have right. Yes, me. I can history you. Oh, thank God. Well, trying to trying to you know trying to reconstruct the path we the 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 route we took before seems to me as good an idea as any and better than many. I through the green sector to the Salisani. Uh That is a 22. Well, 15 is what you needed. <laughs> 15 is what you needed. 22 is uh, outstanding. Lovely. Uh, so yes, Leobrin, um, you can recall enough of your route before that it should make it easier this time around for Malar. And I would suggest that you would you should stand, if you're not leading, you should stand next to Malar <laughs> so that <laughs> you can help guide him. Oh, yes, follow me. Okay, Leo second is going to take charge. That's entirely fair. So, Leo, uh, who's in the front line with his 18, no, 14 hit point. Anyway, Okay, yeah, Brucon, Brucon will be bringing up the rear. <laughs> okay. We're just walking through some mist. We're just walking through some mist. Um, and you've got the continual flame, which uh, up, which hopefully will help. Um, okay. So, I would say... Thank you, thank you. You've, it, it was um, it, it was in a, a, at least my head, if nobody else's, and I'm glad someone. <laughs> oh dear! It will be a um, it would normally be a survival check for this kind of thing, but because you're going through mist, 
you can't see any tracks, so that's going to be impossible. So, uh, for this, um, to pick your way through now will be a perception check, please, Leo. Ah, uh, newts. <laughs> Not investigation? No? Okay, fine. Unfortunately for okay. this, there's, there's just you can't see anything to investigate um, currently. Yep. Um, if you come across some stuff, maybe, but currently... <laughs> but I can't see things to perceive it. <laughs> you can yes you you need to you, we need to get the fundamentals here and th- and that is uh sensing so, uh you, yeah sensing stuff so perception checks for everybody yeah um well specifically for leo as he's leading um right. but um i will allow advantage on this check because the rest of you are keeping an eye out as well and yeah i think that's fair why did i take over from Mela? because you remember right. the route it makes sense I do know the route, and I've reduced the DC by doing so. You have. You have indeed. Ha! Thank you for advantage. That is 20 plus 0. 20. Ooh, natural 20! Crit! Boom, 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 boom. Oh, here. Yep, here it is. Sorry, I know the guys can't hear that, but the, the viewers will have heard the air horn. So, you know, when you watch this on Catch Up, Bart, you'll appreciate Good. that the sound was very similar to what you did. Um. <clears throat> <laughs> the other option was seven, so I'm glad we have a 20. All right, so with a 20, Leo leads you to a fault. He, he leads you seamlessly through the mist. He might as well, he could be doing it with his eyes closed, but however he's doing it, it seems unearthly. Perhaps it's that uh, fey aura that he has around him that he uh, continues through this greenish mist. Um, yeah, feeling guided by some other hand. It's interesting. Um, perhaps it is the Lady Aranth watching over Leo. Who knows? But uh, anyway, within a matter of sort of 15 minutes or so, because, you know, you are it is slow going through the mist. You're not going to run headlong through it. You do find your way through to the inn. Sorry to interrupt, Jack, but ahead, I, I yeah. did just check. I don't know that your soundboard thing uh, thing is working because I did not hear any air horns. No! I, well, I, I heard it I on am, my end. I am the only air horn. I mean, again, not a thing to worry about too much right right here and right now, but something to follow up and check on subsequently. 100%, yes. 100% because it could be... Ah, I think I know what happened. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think it was I think it was because it was monitor only. Either way, but I've just... I heard it. This is... Uh, just while while you're, I just realised something. So we we've yeah. we seem to have sort of in, semi informally taken to adopting uh, the pit champions as our kind of group moniker. Are oh we, yes. Uh, 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 um, it, it abbreviates to the PCs. Hey. 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 It's there we go. Like it's, I mean that's that, that, and that's that. Uh, I just typed it out and I went, wait a minute. Um, <laughs> so there we go. I think that's that decided. Sweet Unfortunately, I translate didn't less when we go to other countries. <laughs> I'm going to claim yeah. that I planned it, but I did not. And uh, yeah, the PCs, I love it. I love it. And yet, you're quite right, though. Yes, when you go to other countries, they be like, "Pit champions." What, what does this mean? What oh, that? The title we were given in Rachir. Oh, you're from Rachir. Are you spies? No. Oh. Uh, anyway, we we'll cross that no. bridge when we get to it. Um, Jack all right. Just so has you... to give us a challenge every time we move to a new place. That that's it. <laughs> you need to get renowned in every realm of the many lands. That, that's the goal. <laughs> um, so you guys get to the Salisen Inn. Um, it's it's dark. It's misty outside. Um, the, you swear as you uh, 
on your travels here uh, over those sort of 10-15 minutes like you swear there were other other creatures other like dragonborn kobolds lizard folk perhaps others moving through mist as well not so not so far from you but it was hard to get a bead on anything because it's just so pea soup you know it's a, it sets you a bit on edge it's eerie and mist and mist steer yes thank you for that excellent pun that i then stumbled over Mister. It is mysterious um <clears throat> you're now outside the salasen inn which you recognize from the last time you went here uh, went there what you doing in uh, uh brucon looks brucon looks at everyone else and goes are you i mean are you okay and just walks straight in <laughs> uh brucon you don't speak just... to oh, he's gone <laughs> just uh, and flings wow. the doors open flings the doors open the most... yes. yeah yeah brucon brucon is not here to, uh, for for subtlety i mean he's shorter than most people here and much less scaly than uh, all the locals so he's completely given up uh, on being stealthy and yeah just and he goes drinks uh, and then um, sort of looks around uh, finds the barkeep and then strides over to them and um, and just goes we want drinks the uh, the barkeep um, uh, with the greenish scales on her um on her face uh you would recognize uh, actually the rest of you uh, and brucon would recognize this was the barkeep from last time it's consistent same yep. person um who was a little bit sus if you seem to remember last time yeah uh she kind of curls her fingers around uh, a tankard and gives you a, a wry grin and goes drinks yes what would you like um Brucon will unquestionably remember, but I barter a mere fallible human. What's the mm. name of that uh, the local gut rot that um, Brucon was introduced to by um, Drez? Oh, was it? F- uh, there was a, oh, there's a couple of them, and I, I wrote it down in the previous session because I kept on getting confused. But one of them was Firebolt. Uh, sorry, it was a fire, Fireball, which was uh, the cinnamon flavored thing. The other one I think was very similar to Flaming Jacks. It was a, it was like a, a Jack, Bo- a Flaming Jack Booker. Um, it, it, was, it was similar to that, so it had that aniseedy flavour. And for the life of me, I can't remember what the name is. But you can order that. We'll say we'll, we'll hand wave it, so you can order that. If it, and I will figure out the name later. Oh, oh no, the fire Br- Brucon. I've got it. It's Dragonfire. I think the Firebolt was the stuff that Brucon was introduced to by Drez. That seems yeah. that, that, that 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 as a name that definitely sounds more familiar. So uh, Brucon will. Um, uh, enthusiastically slam um, whatever the smaller of the local currency um, is on the on the on the yep. bar and say uh, uh, your your finest firebolt if you please a bottle of firebolt yes sure excellent. that sounds excellent yes that is uh, two bronze dragons which is equivalent to the uh, I think it's uh, it's equivalent to in gold pieces. <laughs> I'm so sorry to do this you to you, Jack. You did this to yourself, Jack. You did I did it to myself. Jack. This is self-inflicted pain. Uh, the the I believe it's eight gold pieces. Because I believe it's uh, I mean, Brucon's got a bunch of jade dragons, so he can. You can slam can a jade. Just... That would be pretty uh, statementy. That will get you two bottles. 
yeah, uh, yes, that is a thing that Brukun would absolutely do. Brukun is going to slam two jade dragons on the thing and 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 take two bottles of uh, firebolt. Absolutely. So, uh, having asked for two, two bronze and receiving two jade, the barkeep just assumes you're a tourist and doesn't really understand the currency. He just takes the jade, doesn't give you any change, but then gives you two bottles instead of the one. Um, yeah, there you go. Right. Enjoy your glasses. You'll need glasses. Yes, that's yes, wonderful. Thank you very much. How much for those? It's one bronze dragon. Uh, so I, I don't. I haven't been recording how many bronze dragons uh, Brucon has. So I'm going to assume he has none. So he's going to put another jade dragon down on the bar. <laughs> she takes the jade dragon. She takes the jade the jade dragon without asking any questions. She puts. She just keeps on dispensing glasses. There's like twenty cups now on the on the uh, on the counter. Uh, and in draconic, she, um, which Neris would understand, I think it's only Neris at this point would understand. Uh, she says, yeah. "Drinks for everyone," and the, you, you hear cheers from the rest of the patrons, who all one by one go up and start grabbing glasses and patting Brucon on the head or the shoulder if they can reach it, um, uh, and uh, helping themselves to some of your uh, um, some of your firebolt. This, this, I think, is what Brucon would consider an optimal outcome from this exchange, um, mm-hmm. and he starts enthusiastically pouring himself measures and 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 getting into the busy work. You do notice um, as you're pouring yourself, and others are queuing up, so you know, just crowding around you, like offering glasses in the hopes that you'll pour them a drink. You do notice, um, you notice one patron who is not partaking. Uh, they're just sitting at their table. They are just they've got their hood up. And they are just looking into their tankard and they don't seem to be paying any mind whatsoever. So they stand out in that respect. Um, but that your attention is soon taken by uh, one other dragonborn um, who claps you on the shoulder and bends down to be sort of more head height with you. Uh, looks into your eyes and says, uh, Good evening. You are... Um, uh, I believe you are wanted in the back room. Just gives you a toothy grin. Uh, this is to Brucon that this person is addressing. Indeed. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, by you or uh, by somebody else? Um, what? What? what uh, could you uh, say a little more, my friend, and have a drink while you're about it? She uh, she smiles at you. That's his toothy grin. Says, "Not here." But in the back room, with your friends too. Oh, jolly good. Um, and Brucon turns to the to the rest of the the, the group and says, uh, "Well, there you have it. Um, seems seems like we're uh, well on our way. Um, uh, lead on, uh, madam." Uh, she kind of turns and looks at the rest of uh, the party and then taps her, her her snout as she looks at Seth. And Seth goes, "Oh," and then doesn't say anything. <laughs> So stealthy. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it genuinely pains me to think of what Seth's stealth bonus is <laughs> right now because oh. I 100% believe that response from him. But it also, somehow, he is able to translate that kind of thing into incredible stealth. Um, I find, yeah, I mean, stealth is, is, is an interesting one uh, in, in role-playing because 
because we're yeah, kind of telling it, you what the what the stealthy person is doing, which then draws your attention to them, um, which it obviously wouldn't happen. No, st- st- yeah, st- stealth is, stealth is uh, mechanically tricky, for sure. Um, you mentioned there's this other cloaked individual. You know, we, 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 we've yes. got a strider on our hands here. You have a strider um, situation, yes. Uh, and so they're cloaked, they're sat down, they're a little bit away from most other people, and they've not noticeably responded to the, the kerfuffle, correct? Yeah, correct. Cool. Um, it possible to make some kind of check, perception, or uh, or okay, insight yeah, to kind of you know get a vibe check on this individual? Do they uh, do they I come across a... as threatening, shifty? I think a vibe check. I think I think go with go with insights. What does your gut tell you? Cool. Rather than uh, I mean, as it happens, the cues. As it happens for Brucon, the bonus is the same. But okay. uh, I like the mechanical. I like the thematic distinction. Here we go. The DC also that might be is depending on which one you chose. So. Well, that's that's a five, is what Brucon has rolled there. <laughs> I mean, they just clearly have had a long day. There's not really. Sure. They're just minding their own business. Not everyone wants to drink Firebolt, right? Yep. Yeah, of course. No, I, you know, Brucon. Brucon is definitely self-aware enough to know that not every single person put on this planet is going to find his whole shtick and uh, you know uh, amusing. He's you know there are people who find it off-putting, and he's got zero. You know he, he does not take offence at people deciding not to be caught up in the Brucon uh, re-show. Um, so yeah, that that's that's absolutely cool with him. He is very happy to kind of go, cool, jolly good. That person wants to. Uh, plough their own furrow and best of luck to them says I glug glug uh, you know glug 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 have another drink uh, let's let's go on through to the to the back room okay alright um, so um, one by one kind of led uh, round past the stairs uh, leading Actually, I tell you the one one slight one one small yes. retcon I think that Brucon would like to to do here so Brucon is, you know, he's a, he's a bit of an open book in many ways. He's very kind of, you know, bluff and and just kind of like, yes, of course. But he's, you know, his his back, his family background is in, uh, you know, absolutely includes corporate espionage and subterfuge and uh, and and you know the kind of more underhanded side of things. Uh-huh. And I feel like although he's, I I, I don't think Brucon is naive so much as happy to take things at face value until given reason otherwise. Mm-hmm. So. Can Brucon make an insight check on the Dragonborn lady who came over and said, um, "Oh, about the meeting." You know, yeah. So, so you know, you're, you're you're here to meet with us just just to see again. I mean, a vibe check on this person as well. Sure, sure. Yeah, Bru- I, it makes sense. Brucon's g- gregarious, but that doesn't necessarily mean that he. It, it's not a not fool. Clueless. He's just yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, let's see and hope for a slightly better result this time. That is a much better result this time. That is an eighteen. 18. So you're trying to get the vibe of this individual. She seems to know you guys well, which Brucon in particular you find it hard to place because you don't know her. You haven't, as far as you know, you haven't mm. met this individual at all. But she seems to know a lot about you. Um, but cool. her uh, intent intent seems to be yeah congruent with somebody who is trying to get you to a, to a clandestine meeting. Okay, so overly familiar, but um, you know, you know, ma- matching the basic expectations at least. Yes, yeah, matching your basic cool. expectations of Moonrunners definitely. Cool. Okay, so uh, the only other thing then, you know, Brucon will you know do, do as uh, instructed, uh, carry on through, merrily making his way through, however much of the firebolt he's been able to uh, keep on his person. Um, 
but I think in all of the kerfuffle as they are moving through, um, I think uh, Brucon would try to make his way, you know, to close to earshot of Seth and um, kind of, you know, grab, you know, grab a grab his hand i guess i would say elbow but you know there's a bit of a height disparity here um but you know have a little tug and kind of say um i'm assuming this person is uh your your contact but i'm not certain so uh you know perhaps a little you know we 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 keep on our guard a little yes yeah yeah she's my contact yeah yes fine oh jolly good yeah yeah nowhere anywhere don't don't know her name but nowhere anywhere Right, okay. Um, fabulous. Looks like right, yes. Looks like she's leading people one at a time, so hang on a minute. Um, and, she, and she takes Neris first, um, who looks rather perturbed at first, look, looks towards the rest of you for, you know, reassurance. Like, reassur- not reassurance like, is this safe? Reassurance of, can I burn her or not? <laughs> not yet. <laughs> the shrug from Leo just Neris just kind of gives a little bit of a grin and then looks to Malar and pouts and then goes on her way <laughs> <clears throat> uh, shortly um, the person comes back uh, they uh, uh, they look to Seth just, oh no I'll go last by all means guys go ahead I need to you know feel out the room Hmm. Scope out the place. Make sure we're not being followed. You know. Uh, I'm suspicious, but then I realise I'm not Malar. So fine, cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Leo, you can go next then. If you seem to yes, be please. Willing. Um, yes. Okay, Brucon has accidentally got sucked into some kind of elaborate, like you know, the thing when you know people are quite merry, and it's 100% possible to get caught up in a conversation, even with people who do not speak the same language as you. Yes. I feel like Brucon, you know, I, I think there's some kind of like five finger fillet or, you know, some other kind of bar activity going on, which Brucon has just naturally gravitated towards. Um, and so he's kind of at risk of getting lost in, the, in all of that. Surprisingly, there is a table of uh, dragon chess, which is uh, has a couple of uh, older patrons playing, uh, which uh, I believe would take Brucon's interest. He likes games. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, so Brooklyn's going to kind of, going to kind of, you know, meander over to a point where he get, he can he can observe and you know he's kind of there drinking, watching the game unfold. Uh, meanwhile, Leo, you are led. Uh, so you're led to the stairs um, leading up to to the rooms for the inn, but instead you are led around the side to it to what appears to be a storage area. There are various barrels, boxes, and so on. You can see there's some flour and uh, other foodstuffs. Uh, stored around here. Uh, in addition, there are two guard drakes curled up. Um, in the, the, one of them appears to be the, asleep. The other one appears to be pretending to be asleep and has one eye open looking at you. Um, but there are two doors. Uh, you see one door is under the stairs. The other uh, is the opposite side to it. It is adjacent. Um, sorry, no, it's opposite it. And uh, <clears throat> it uh, has a guard drake curled up in front of it. Um the uh, the person guiding you, she kind of steps over the guard drake, knocks on the door three times. Uh, you hear you hear a muttering and draconic from within, uh, and the door opens and you are ushered inside. Okay, I 
step over the drake and enter. The drake just kind of looks at you, just what the head moves with you as you move, but doesn't react. Well, excuse me, you. sorry. Uh, you're just you're lying quite across the whole thing, so it's a bit um, awkward. Uh, don't mind me. I just don't uh, thank don't you mind much. don't mind him. Just yes, for your protection. Don't worry. Uh, the guide reassures you. <clears throat> okay, I, I didn't know whether the guide was talking to me or the Drake at that point. Yes, um, sorry, that's why I had to come in with the narration. Sorry. <laughs> um, the Drake was talking to me. So the room inside, um, past the Drake, bigger than it looked from the outside, uh, wider in fact than it looks inside. In fact, it looks like it takes up a whole. You're not sure of the phys- of physically how it takes up as much space as it does, considering the the layout of the the bar. It does. It feels like it. Bigger it feels, on the inside. It feels TARDIS-like to you, yes, to, to use a uh, anachronistic reference here. Um, yes. <laughs> but uh, there is a very large round table uh, in the centre of this room with one very moody candelabra hanging above it. Um, uh, sat around this table, you ha- see a couple of uh, individuals, um, uh, a couple of dragonborn, uh, Neris, of course, uh, there is a. Um, there are two kobolds there as well. Um, they all seem to be of a in a in a uniform esque dress, you know, dark robes, um, leather armor over the top, hooded, that sort of thing. Um, very much your atypical, very much a typical sort of rogue type <laughs> archetype. Um, and there are plenty of chairs available for you to sit down in. But and so that one of the dragonborn rises from uh, his chair. He has um, a, a sort of an opened duster. Um, uh, he has um, more of a blue tint to his uh, scales uh, than the others uh, in the room, uh, and seems to be the leader of sorts. As he's kind of at the head of the table, uh, and he issues kind of he gestures towards a chair for you. Oh, to sit didn't down. you say it was round? I hate, I hate to be this guy, Sorry. but did you not say uh, it was a round yes, table? Yes, it's a round table, but he's at the head, as in he is at the opposite end to where gotcha. you guys yep. are. Cool. Yeah. He has the biggest chair. Yeah, yeah. He does it's have the biggest head. chair. He has a statement chair. So that it would indicate the head of the table, but thank you for pulling me up on that. <laughs> Good. Uh, hey. As Jow's I, I, hate to be the, I hate to be this guy. I hate to be this guy too much, but I mean, hey, Adam. Um, woo! Round tables, indeed. Round tables. Heads of round tables. <laughs> but no, it's worth... Can worth stand stand uh, in the corner of a round room. So, yes, where would you... <laughs> so, yeah, you just would you like to sit or would you like to remain standing? Ah, oh, there's, a, there's a chair for me. Yeah, plenty. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sitting. Cool. Once, uh, once you take your place, um, the guide, she uh, closes the door. Uh, goes back to the uh, the uh, the festivities, shall we say, at this point inside the merriment inside the inn, uh, and goes to grab the next person. Um, I'm yeah. Will it be Mala? Will it be Brucon? She goes for Brucon. Uh, says, um, could you follow me, please, quietly? Oh yes, of course. Terribly sorry. Uh, distracted. Quite a good game going on here. Um, yes. Anyway. She just keeps shushing you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Brucon gets the message on the second, possibly third try, but he does get the message. Excellent. Um, yeah, you're not too many cups deep. You should be all right. Um, and again, leads you through the same process into the room. 
Next, uh, she comes back. Still. And just... <laughs> Marsh, Marshall, Marshall in the chat, chat. <laughs> <laughs> to entertain Charles. Uh, quality chat. This is this is what you guys watching on on catch up on YouTube miss out on. There's all the fun in the chat um, live. It's always good. Anyway, um, comes back. There's Mallor and wow, Seth. Wow. Mallor and Seth are the only ones left. Um, Mala, how have you? Uh, what are you? Uh, what are your thoughts here? I mean, do you want to leave Seth on his own, or would you rather he went first? And also, what? I take it you're ha you haven't been partaking in the drinking. If I know Malar, no. he'd be wanting some water, yeah. right? Drinking some water. Ever since Seth was like, I'm just going to stick around and fill out the room. Malar has just been drinking at his side, like just looking at him, just like not taking his eyes off of him. Uh, but at this stage, um, yeah, he's just barely trustworthy enough to leave on his own. Malar will go next. Okay. Malar is going to go next. Sure. So the guide uh, takes you by the arm. Follow me, please. Um, and uh, leads you to the same, same place, into the room, same process. In you go. Finally, uh, Seth uh, is led in. Uh, and, yep, yeah, it is Seth. He hasn't wandered off. He, he comes in. And so all five of you are in the room. The guide um, for, kind of comes in after Seth closes the door so she's now in the room as well and she takes a place next to the guy at the head of the round table um, uh, who looks to you all and says good then we are all no one of us is missing still one moment he hangs on just for a moment you hear, you hear three knocks at the door uh, one of the other um, one of the kobolds goes to open the door and sure enough Brucon, the, uh, the the individual who was not partaking in drinking is standing there uh, and they are ushered inside. This appears to be a lizard folk um, with uh, a, uh, a it's hard to discern the colour exactly. This is the exactly person we the... compared to Strider, right? Yes, that's right. Yeah, cool. The cloak that they're wearing appears, to, it's very hard to discern the colour of it. It seems to shift in colour, actually, as, as they move. Um, almost making them harder to spot themselves they're quite discreet um <clears throat> but they take their place nonetheless um at the table um i imagine it that the five of you are on one side of the circle and the rest of them are on the other side just for just for balance here um with uh with the dragonborn the bluish dragonborn at the head of the table it says now that we are all um here and kind of gestures for a moment uh and the other dragonborn you see starts muttering and casts a spell that seems to take place on the door and a, and an area sort of around the door um right now that we have privacy <laughs> let me uh, introduce myself my name is pentel renshore i believe you know my sister who has been operating in hilberg the other side of the border in burekrin telereka renshore and he gestures to the to the guide who let the guys in and Seth goes ah oh, that's your name right cool taking a while yes so uh, I believe you wanted a meeting with the moon runners yes that is who we are that is what I'm here for uh, and uh, what was the purpose of this meeting shit what was the purpose of this meeting fellas <laughs> 
has been a while. I believe I believe this was partially Seth's idea, wasn't it? it was I mean, the thing is, unfortunately, it was. Uh, I think it was mainly uh, James who was um, who was uh, sort of advancing it. But uh, bear with me. Yep. One moment. Talk amongst yourselves, children. Talk while about... I, now, uh... well, I'll tell you. My, uh, while you look it up, because you have you have extensive notes. I'm I'm going to hypothesise from what I remember. Um, oh, and I believe what it was was um, what he was like was that Seth. Um, not only did you want to secure your route out, um, and so meeting with the Moonrunners just to make sure that's all sorted was one thing, but he also suggested that the Moonrunners may have more information um, because you know talking to these underground, underworldy types might be helpful um, with your investigation because you know you're, these are kind of areas yeah. that perhaps the um, the enforcers wouldn't look into. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, having gone back and looked, that that tallies. You know, it's it, the the it, it boils down to we don't think we need a hot exfiltration anymore because you know we we won the pit challenge, we slayed the Hydra, and now everybody loves us. Um, but that situation could change, so it's good to uh, check in with the Moonrunners. But also, yeah, um, you know, I think. Well, I'd, uh, okay. So so there's you know. We, we might still potentially need their help getting out of here if things suddenly go south. We've been charged with um, investigating the, um, uh, you know, the, 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 the assassination of um, King Zandak's uh, family. Um, but also I, I, I have there, there is also this interesting kobold. Um, uprising situation that's uh, emerged so i think the those are the three um it makes sense i think to start with the the exfiltration thing um uh yeah i think Bruk so brucon will kind of um you know the, the, there's an awkward pause uh, when they ask the question and brucon says uh, well um and he's waving the bottle as he does so um it's still coherent but um you know definitely visibly merry um he says well uh really there's i i think we would say that there are three um uh three things that that are worth discussing um one is that uh although we don't think it's likely that we're going to need to leave here in a hurry uh it is it is entirely possible um we've been uh caught although we've um undergone the uh, the trial and uh, as you can see survived and emerged triumphant um yes so we we are yes we are indeed the pit champions and, and everybody loves us which is pretty fantastic i have to tell you um however it things might change we've we seem to have been um uh, don't want to give away too much all at once but we've we've become embroiled in local politics uh, as it turns out um and uh um, Ooh, and it's just possible. <laughs> yes, yes, famously so. Um, but um, so you know, one one potential consequence of this is that we might suddenly need to, uh, uh, you know, make a hot exit, as it were. Um, so we would be interested to discuss with you how we might let you know that that's that that was the case, and how we could uh, make it happen as quickly and stealthily and uh, you know, um, bloodlessly as possible. Um, Secondly, we would be interested to know anything you uh, happen to know about um, the sort of local uh, skullduggery, local plotting and planning and, and what have you. Um, uh, and thirdly, we've uncovered a rather interesting um, sort of wild card element 
uh, only earlier today, in fact, uh, and it would be um, interesting to know if you could add any perspective to it, um, particularly given the uh, diversity of peoples that we have here in the room. He says, uh, says Brucon, gesturing to the dragonborn, lizardfolk, and kobolds. Um, you know, it seems that there's uh, rather more going on in Richir than just um, you know the uh, the um, skirmish political skirmishes between the various uh, members of the elite. That something. Uh, seems to be going on, as it were, underground, um, and and I think a, an exchange of information might be uh, might be worthwhile for both of us. How does that sound to you? Mm. He starts stroking the tendril equivalent of uh, of a goatee. Yeah. Um, could you um, make a persuasion check, please? And certainly have a go. Um, do you know what this feels to me? like a situation where it's worth actually using the inspiration that I have been Yay! hanging to for so frigging long because uh, we keep forgetting that using their inspiration but, I know yeah. no well, and, and I think this 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 feels like a jolly good time to do it yeah, so agreed. persuasion check with advantage okay uh, that uh, the best result there for Brucon is a 19 19 uh, Pentil um, strokes his tendril uh, goatee uh, considering this and kind of eyes narrows he kind of looks you up and down considering all the information that you've given him you get just from his from the way that he looks at you he's incredibly calculating you can tell immediately that the cogs are whirring and there's a, there seems to be a lot of things that he's thinking all at once that cannot be comprehended by mere mortals um and uh he uh gives a after a moment looking he looks to um the rest of his um cohort um before turning back to you with a little bit of a grin as he regards uh, the five of you yes so to address point one how, how your extraction back to Burekrin if everything goes wrong well uh, that is uh, for Telereka to lead rather than me for she is the um, uh, what we call the route master for this route uh, for the way back but um is she quite bendy in the middle? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it hurts. The puns hurt, and I set you up for it perfectly. Oh. You, you, you cannot drop that one in and not nope. expect someone to take a swing at it. No, of course I, I not. Am, I, am, I am but a mortal man, okay? I would be gutted anyway, if you sorry. didn't. I would be gutted if you didn't. Um, uh, anyway... Uh, we'll ignore that um, that reference. That that, that he, he didn't say that in character. That's fine. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, yes, the root master. Um, but uh, I believe um, I believe there is a safe passage out of the city. Um, it is via the sewers. There is an entrance that is uh, there is a, an entrance point that is overseen. If you were to approach that uh, point. In a hurry, for instance, or uh, <clears throat> whatever else, uh, you know, then uh, we would know that you are planning to leave, and so we would be able to make that happen. If it, as long as we already always I'm, have somebody posted. I'm really there. sorry, Jack. I'm sorry, Jack. Can we rewind just just to to the start of the the description there, just so I've got it down properly oh, in the notes? Sure. I didn't quite catch it. Is uh, that it's uh, through this? Well, he was being quite vague. To be fair, he didn't give you a specific location, but he said that there is uh, basically there is a way out uh, via the sewers, um, 
and there would be it would be overseen by at least one member of the Moonrunners at all times. So were you to approach it, they would know that you were looking to get out, basically. Um, it is up to Telereka to give you more details on uh, the manner in which you would be smuggled out of the city, but um, that is the location that you would need to go to, and uh, I, I will let her give you the details of that post-meeting. Um, but for now, um, to address your other points, the second one about the uh, political machinations in the city, well, uh, there is... Um, I, I suppose you are probably asking around about the uh, what happened to the king in the last year, yes? The assassination, perhaps? Yes, yes, you, you, yes, that would, that would be the, uh, the nub of it, yes. Yes, so, well, since that has happened, the uh, king has retre- retreated into his keep. He has not been out in public much since then. In fact, only really to oversee you pit champions uh, in your fight and then to announce you as such afterwards. But, um... It's the, sorry, Jasmine in the chat. Is the root master called Mercedes? Uh, no, Telereca is her name, but I appreciate the joke. Um, anyway, continuing. Um, so, um... <clears throat> since he has been retreated in his castle, it has meant that the rest of the influential folk have tried to carve out territory for themselves practically in the city almost to whip it out from under him uh, there is some information I could provide about such things but you know as you said it is an exchange of information I would not want to give everything away immediately because then there is no reason for you to give me any information but safe to say that uh, yes there are there are things that we know about the operations of these um, influential people that could be of interest to you. You could perhaps give an indication of which one you required information about, and then perhaps I could reveal what I know about that particular one. But anyway, I'll leave that with you to mull over for now. Let me address your next point. What was your third point, actually? I do not (laughs) recall exactly. No, well, that's fair. I, uh, I didn't, um, I didn't say too much. Um, well, uh, you understand this is still, uh, this is still something that we are, um, mulling over ourselves. We don't know exactly what we have on our hands here. Um, however, and Brucon (sighs) is addressing Pentel this whole time, but he is, and I'm not going to say he's trying to be super subtle about it, but he is... Flick, flicking back towards the kobolds in particular oh, as dance, he yeah. <clears throat> yeah yeah he's he's just doing it kind of like let's let, let's just keep an eye on what their reactions here are um Brooklyn says um we had an intriguing um encounter earlier today with um members of a, a local um street gang uh the uh, i believe they're known as the crafty crew um, and Brucon makes a particular point of uh, flicking his eyes to the kobolds as he mentions uh, the crafty crew. Um, yep. But he's not—he's not done speaking when he says that. He says, um, mm-hmm. "I have to say, uh, charming young fellows, though they undoubtedly were, they were not um, not really up to up to snuff. Um, so uh, it, it it wasn't a particularly uh, significant inconvenience to uh, deal with them. But uh, we did." Um, how to say, uh, we received some indication that they were not merely uh, accosting us because 
uh, they they saw us as a an easy mark, but rather that um, somebody had uh, had directed them to uh, in towards us, and that that somebody uh, was in Richier, but not of Richier. Uh, if you sort of see what I mean, um, a sort of uh, uh, an insurgent group, um, as it were. And I we, we uh, I certainly were, was was curious to know if. Um, you, if, if you knew of anything of this kind yourselves. Um, as you finish speaking, the, the, the strider-like lizard folk um, looks, mm. to, looks to Pencil and starts muttering uh, to them in Draconic, um, which I, at this point I don't think any of you can understand, aside from Neris. And you see that Neris... It's just openly, Neris, yeah. She openly frowns at, uh, at this. She doesn't seem impressed by what is being said, but she remains silent. Pencil sort of acknowledges uh, the information and then turns back to you. Ah, yes, uh, you have a charge, don't you? A captive, a kobold shaman, I believe, of the kobold kingdom, yes? Uh, well, yes, the crafty crew are street, street thieves, pickpockets, whatever you call them. But they have recently been working for this kobold kingdom and he looks to the two kobolds who are also kind of whispering to each other um, and they stop and then kind of nod to him yes um, <clears throat> the kobold kingdom is a an insurgent group as you say yes and they are operating underground and they have designs of themselves but they have not been a serious threat for well since they have formed to be honest um, they have been um they, they have been mostly keeping to themselves underground, but it must be noted that in recent um, recent times, maybe the last mm, six months, maybe more, that they have been... Um, they ha- Which, mm, six months, that's the most of a year, because there's only eight months in a year. Anyway, there is most of the time that they... Um, nearly a year now that they have been... Um, I just remembered some details about the world in which I live. I just remembered some of the uh-huh. law because it's been six months. <laughs> six weeks. <laughs> six months, so there are only eight months in the year. There you go, nice run. So three quarters of the year uh, that uh, they have been gr- going in Boulder, and I do not know, none of us do yet, what is driving them forward now. But I p- imagine the power vacuum with the king locked in his castle does not help this situation. Um, but um, there is something. I have heard whisperings that they uh, report to a deity of some kind, a many-eyed deity. Apparently, is also in the sewers somewhere deep in the Kobold Kingdom. But obviously, my spies here have not been able to get too far into there. Um, when he says that, Brucon's head turns to look at Malar, and he uh, and he says. Um, uh, that 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 one's for you, old chum, I believe. Oh, Mr. Brucon, uh, we are uh, definitely on the same wavelength. Uh, many I dare thee. Let me have a little think here. And uh, like Trump comes check? up and scratches <laughs> him and does stuff. Uh, religion, sorry, yes, sorry I cut you off with a with a lovely bit of. I'm sorry, I cut you off with a lovely bit of uh, description of scratching your head with your trunk. That was lovely. Sorry about that. I'll, I'll refrain. Eleven. Eleven. All right. You can't recall any many-eyed gods. To be fair, you're not au fait with the seven anyway, the seven dragon gods. You are 
a you know, you're a cleric of the eight. You're you're familiar with the eight true gods. Uh, none of these heathens mm. that these guys have been talking about. Um, yeah, this doesn't ring any bells to you. In fact, it, you go so far as to say that this doesn't sound of this uh, of this terrain. You know, this sounds extra terrain. Yeah. It doesn't sound some, some, human. It sounds alien. Yeah, some something something here isn't quite adding up about the the deity aspect. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Can I, while all of this conversation has been happening, like Malar has been quietly taking it in, but yeah, also just trying to. Can I, like, just insight check these folks? Is there a hidden meaning here? Are they being on the level? Are they hiding something? Sure, sure. And, for it. and can I get it? Can Brucon get in on that action as well? <laughs> I would say Brucon because this is happening while you're speaking. Um, not yet. I'll let you do it later on, oh, perhaps. Yeah. Sure, but no for worries. now, um, let's Malar can do it because he's keeping quiet. Yeah, go for um, it. While you're fire away. Ooh, uh, insight. That's going to be 23. Ooh, nice. Lovely, 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 lovely. With a 23, they're a clandestine organization, the Moonrunners. So it would be uncharacteristic if they were telling you everything. But it seems that, sure. um, but it seems that this Pentel fellow, who seems to be the, the leader of this particular uh, chapter of the, of the Moonrunners, um, he do, he seems to be fairly open with you guys he's giving you the information he's giving you enough information to satisfy but you do get the sense that he does know more than he's initially letting on he's 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 giving you he's giving you little pearls but he's not giving you the whole course as it were okay that's it. I'll I'll sort of nod back to Brooke on oh uh, nothing's coming to mind this really is out of my forte uh, now, why don't you ask me something a little bit about uh, Omanac or Fester? Now, uh, uh, you know, maybe later, Mr. Brucon, uh, as you were. Telereka kind of perks Bru up there's at a... this. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I think there's a look of, all I'm saying is, there's a look of relief in Brucon's eyes <laughs> when it becomes apparent that this is not going to turn into a, a Professor Malar lesson. <laughs> oh, thank anyway, goodness. Sorry, give go us ahead, another Jack. lecture about the eight. Um, Telereka does perk up, though, uh, on your mentioning of the eight. Um, uh, Malar and she kind of nods to you and says ah yes of course um, uh, though I find Elusha to be a lot more uh, interesting in you know illusions are uh, something that interests me a bit more shall we say yes um, and when I was in the temple at Hilberg um, obviously it is a temple of spark you know of light but uh, the shadows are more where we take an interest. But of course, there has to be light for there to be shadows, does there not, Mr. Malar? <laughs> oh, you are. You are fucking pulling at a thread I'm not sure you want to pull at. Oh, <laughs> now, now, well, that's an interesting... Like, the talk of Alusha, he starts to regard her in the same way he would regard Seth. Yep. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, he, he unless somebody reins him in pretty quick, he's going to go off on a an ecumenical uh, uh, discussion. Excellent. Could we say? Um, as you start this discussion, and you you are free to start this, nobody impedes you. But Brucon, while this happens, you can make your insight check if you'd like. Let's see what we got here. We've got a fourteen. Fourteen. Um, Okay, so 
so you don't get anything in addition to what I I said to to yeah, yeah. No, that's uh, to Mala, I but wouldn't expect, um, yeah. I wouldn't expect more for fourteen in, in a conversation <laughs> with a bunch of spies. Um, no, or, but you, um, do you know, get or, or you do get that Telereka does seem to know quite a bit about the eight, like more than you would expect somebody of her ilk yeah. to know. But yeah, yeah, to to an extent anyway. Um, cool. Okay. Um, all right. So uh, Brucon sort of sits. You know, after after that exchange, you know, there's a kind of a moment of a. Oh God, we dodged the we dodged the lecture. Thank uh, thank the eight. Um, and then Brucon <laughs> sort of turns back to Pentel and says, "Well, um, uh, you're absolutely correct. Uh, we do indeed have a uh, a possible source of information, uh, a pretty reluctant one, but we'll see if we can uh, sweeten the pot for him a little and 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 learn a little more about this Kerbold Kingdom. Um, uh, but that's uh, you know certainly in, intriguing." Um, to return to the second issue with the political intrigue, uh, I mean, we, we are making investigations ourselves um, uh, at the moment. Uh, I, I, I think for, for the time being, I wouldn't, um, you know, I wouldn't want to impose too much on you. Um, you know, uh, uh, you understand as do I. Uh, you know, information is currency. Um, we we are not uh, blessed with an overabundance of that currency right now, and I think we, you know, it, it would make the most sense for us to uh, do a little more digging ourselves, and then see if, see if we can verify our information um, with what you have, if that would be agreeable. Of course, yes. Though uh, one thing I can give you for free. Um... Oh yes, I'm always interested in free things. We are in the green sector. You know that the authority figure in the green sector is the. I am in Bixtel, yes. I am in Bixtel, the information head of the Dragon Council, and of course yes. a patron of ours as well. For she carries more information than the rest of us combined. If you were to get on good terms with Raim, there is much you could learn. But I would also be wary that if you are investigating into Raim, that she may not be best pleased with you for that. So tread carefully, is what I would say. Well, I mean, that makes a huge degree of sense, um, just in general. But um, uh, good to know, and, and I appreciate the, uh, the the free gratis advice. Uh, it's very jolly jolly good of you to provide it. Um, I do have, I suppose, one other question um, for you on this. Um, do you happen to know uh, what, what's the what's the uh, what's the word the scuttlebutt, if you if you will, um, on uh, Caladan Lambold? He kind of looks questioningly to the others when you say scuttlebutt. Scuttlebutt, what is, what is? But the, the rest of the uh, rumors, speak as much rumors, general as you do. Are rumors, right? Yeah. Yes, uh, of Caladan Lambold. Now you are getting somewhere, Brucon. Yes. Um, sorry, I, I know your names already. I do apologize. I, I did not make that clear. Uh, yes, Brucon. So we're, I mean, we're local. We're local celebrities. Mm. Um, so, uh, uh, you know, you don't have to apologize for knowing who we are. You might have to apologize for not knowing who we are, but uh, well, happily that doesn't appear to be an issue. Anyway, huh. please continue. It's, it's yes, nice to come see. into a pub where everyone knows your name. Sometimes you want to go where everyone knows your name. I appreciate this. It is why many of us always frequent this particular inn, also because of its uh, discreet Brooke location. Brookon raises, uh, si raises a silent glass and takes a drink. <laughs> I'm not... Classic. Clap, 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 clap. Um, oh, fourth wall. All right, anyway. <clears throat> poor, uh, poor fourth wall. Poor fourth wall is taking a beating. 
Caladan Lambold, yes. The self-proclaimed richest dragon in the kingdom, yes. Uh, Dragonborn, <laughs> obviously. Mm. Though he can be a dragon of sorts, if you take my meaning. But, um, yes, he has fingers in many pies. And this is where your 22, this is where your persuasion uh, role from earlier comes in handy, I would say. You get more information from him than you otherwise would on this. Yes, he is, um, he has a lot of thing, people under his thumb and in his pocket. Because, as I, you may appreciate, given your um, newfound gains, others are not as fortunate as you. He, that's a casino gets a lot of income, and a lot of people lose. A lot of people lose more than they can afford. Sometimes these individuals who lose more than they can afford uh, then ask to do favors for him to, you know, stave off any debt that they owe. Other such underhanded ways of doing things. And uh, some of these individuals may or may not be other influential people, perhaps on the Dragon Council. In fact, there is one who would appear to be incredibly, um, how do I put this? Um, incredibly um, independently wealthy, splashing their cash wherever they go, wearing the latest fashions, talking of yachts that they are going to take on, a, in a, on their maiden voyage very soon who is also in the pocket of Caladan Lambold, uh, owes them a great deal of money. So, do with that what you will. Rickon Nodson says, some of that I had suspected, but it is uh, but certainly helpful to have it confirmed, and um, the, you know, the specifics in particular are most welcome. Uh, Rickon sort of nods deeply and um, ceremonially uh, does, uh, um, <clears throat> I'm just trying to see if I've got anything specific in, in the kit I don't really have anything to offer so um, I, I think Brucon kind of um, stands up on his chair and bows deeply and theatrically uh, to Pentel and says I am most grateful, sir, for your uh, for, for your um, uh, disclosure, for your for your assistance, and um, uh, I look forward to meeting and doing business with you again in the future. Not at all. Uh, yes, perhaps uh, this can be a profitable arrangement for us both. For knowledge is power, but also know that those who have power always covet more. And if you are looking into the most powerful people in Herthir and arguably Rachir itself, uh, just be aware that that power begets power and there is nothing that they will not do to gain more power. So, as with Raim, you should tread most carefully. There are four knocks at the door suddenly as he is finishing this. Four knocks is not good. Uh... I trust. Um, are you all armed? Oh, what? Brucon, Brucon, sort of like <laughs> Henry <laughs> Cavill. Brucon reloads his. Brucon does a Henry Cavill and yes. reloads his fists. Yes, he does. Um, Brucon, yes. Yeah, Brucon goes. Uh, I'm, I'm armed with my fists. Uh, Deacon Shadegreek here is armed with his fists. 
Master Leobrin is armed with, um, well, a, a hell of a lot of style, I can tell you, and uh, and Neris sets things on fire uh, at a will. Yeah, uh, oh, and, and Seth is um, sharp in many ways, not least in blades. Yes, we are armed. Uh, are you saying we're going to need to fight our way out here? Yes, for Nox, um, for my, uh, for your Loran-like companion. Sorry, my friend. Uh, for Nox, uh, yes. So our code is not particularly um, uh, finessed, but for Nox means trouble. Uh, it means we have been discovered in some capacity. We may be under attack. <clears throat> that is where we're going to leave things for today. On nice. that, on that note, we're Very under nice. attack. Let's leave that yeah. for next time. Uh, guys, um, cheese it. I would like to um, award inspiration to Brucon for um, negotiate for the negotiations today, like leading that. I think that's worthy of inspiration, and you have just spent yours conveniently as well. So now you get it back, yay! Um, anyway, spend um, money so to make money, baby. You've got to spend money to make money, especially with inspiration. You've got to spend it, or you will not get it. <laughs> um, anyway, um, guys, thank you so much. It's great to be back. I hope that next time, which will be in two weeks' time, uh, that I will be visible uh, rather than just this lovely screenshot of me, but actually, you know, on the on the voice on the video chat with everyone else. Um, but even if not, we will per per uh, persevere nonetheless. Thank you all so much for joining. Thank you again to Pavel and to Roxy, our new subscriber here on the channel. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, whoop, whoop, whoop. Uh, I'd love to see it. And last but by no means least, guys, thank you so much for joining me again for playing the game tonight because it's, it's been six weeks, guys, but oh, it's so good to be back. And I was so nervous that I good. forget everything um, and that, you know, but it's like just slipping into a nice pair of jeans you know it's like yeah i remember these i remember this this is all good we're comfortable i know how to wear jeans it's fine. i know how to wear jeans this is the correct way around we're fine <laughs> <laughs> anyway thank you all so much and uh, we Thanks, shall Jack. see you next time until then whatever you're doing more than ever take care look after each other and stay safe bye Cheers, guys bye, bye. 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 thank you for choosing the many lands campaign here on the slice and dice podcast we live stream the campaign fortnightly, Wednesdays from 7pm GMT, only on our Twitch channel. Show your support and subscribe today. That's twitch.tv slash slicing d6. You can also catch up at your convenience via our YouTube channel. Thanks for listening, and until next time, stay safe. Mm -hmm.